Hello, welcome to Senior Beat. My name is Christine Beatty. I'm the director at the Madison Senior Center, and my co-producer is Laura Hunt. Hi. Hi, Christine. And she's the program coordinator with me at the Senior Center. And we're so happy to have you here today for what we often call a senior profile. And our senior profiles just bring uh, to your attention some interesting people in our community who are doing some wonderful stuff. And today, we are lucky to have John and Jane Wagenke here. And um, Jane is a retired UW administrator. And John is a retired physician. But they have been doing some wonderful photography. And we're excited at the Senior Center because we are showing an exhibit of their photography through uh, July 20th, thereabouts, right, yes, Laura? thereabouts. We're not quite Thanks. sure when. Uh, the, For a few weeks in July. Yeah, exactly. So we hope we, that you will be able to see some of the photography at the Senior Center, but we're going to show you some pictures of theirs today. So welcome, John and Jane. Thank you for having us. We're excited to talk a little bit about how you got started in, is this a hobby? I know you have a little LLC that you started, so what do you think, hobby or work? Well, I started at a young age when I had my first camera, probably in my early, or my teens, I would guess. Really? Okay. And I enjoyed doing uh, photography then. One of the problems was it was film. Yep. Getting it developed, not knowing what you were going to have till you saw it, was sort of frustrating. Yeah. And uh, about the around 2000, digital started coming in and being popular, mm -hmm. and we got into that fairly early, and enjoyed it so much that we've in increased our activity in photography. Uh, we've also tried now that we're retired to increase our activity in travel, and have both. tried to combine both of them. Yeah. Great one, idea. One experience. And Jane. Did you start young with photography or? You know, I really didn't. I just really used the camera to document family events and school events and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, when we started to travel, of course, I wanted to take pictures of everything. But it wasn't until digital photography that you really had the opportunity to take a lot of pictures yeah. and really learn, for me, mm -hmm. really learn how the camera works. Excellent. Well, are you going to show us some? Can we show? We will. We show yeah. you one or um, one of these images oh, is from our trip to Antarctica, and this particular image is from South Georgia. And your exhibit is called Bipolar. And in between. And in between. So we were fortunate to do the trip to Antarctica. Then we went to the Arctic. And in between is just a scattering of pictures from many places. Okay. But this area in South Georgia is just absolutely incredible. The scenery is beautiful. And the opportunity to photograph the wildlife as it happens is unimaginable. Are you as close as it seems in this picture? We are. Wow. Um, you just, um, in this area, it's a little bit like the Galapagos. They're not afraid of you because they don't know that they could be hurt by you. Mm -hmm. And uh, they tell you not to come closer than 15 feet to the penguins, mm -hmm. but if they come closer to you, 
You can't help it. You, you can't stop it. They do come closer to you because they're curious. They're curious. Yeah. Two of the things that this photo represents is our, two of our main interests. One is landscape photography, and the other is wildlife photography. Right. Right. And one of the things you want to try to capture when you take a photograph is the place that you were. It puts you in a, a position to identify where you were. Yeah. And this pretty much identifies South Georgia with the mountains, the glaciers, mm -hmm. and the penguins. Um, and the bull seal, right? Well, or that's an elephant seal. Elephant seal, see. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and we should clarify, South Georgia is a province or something it's a in set of Antarctica? It's yeah. a set of islands between South, the tip of South America and the tip of South Africa. Wow. Uh, the Falklands would be the first ones okay. off of uh, South America, and then South Georgia, and then uh, South Africa. Wow. And that triangle with Antarctica is all considered Arctic or subarctic. So when you describe Antarctica, your I should say Antarctic. Yeah. When when you describe your photography, it's travel and animals. It's mm -hmm. yeah. And and I had asked at one point uh, whether you go to a place because you want to go to the place, or whether you want to take the pictures. Which comes first? You know. It just depends. <laughs> the Antarctica trip, I really wanted to see Antarctica, and I figured there would be pictures there. But we have another example for Ooh. you here. This is up in Alaska, the Katmai Peninsula, is that mm -hmm. right? And we went here because we wanted to photograph the bears. Mm -hmm. And this is such an incredible opportunity when they're fishing for salmon. They don't care that you're there. And, I, um, you're so you close. <laughs> this is why we wanted to give you this picture. You can see how close we were, yeah. but yet um, in the background, do you see the mountains? Nice. And we did have the opportunity, besides photographing the bears, to do some pretty incredible landscape photography, Wonderful. too. Right. Wonderful. We flew into a place called Geographic Bay, where the bears were feeding. Mm -hmm. And there was a group of 20 of us. And we had about a half hour in service beforehand. Told us to all stay in a group. If you anybody stood up, everybody stood up. And that uh, you couldn't get away from the group. Yeah. And that's how you get away with it, because there were no guns, no pepper spray, anything else with us. We were just all there with the bears. Yeah. Wow. And we didn't exciting. really get nervous till we were flying out. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then you started thinking a little bit more fully about what right. you just did. Wonderful. Right. Oh, let's well, have another. It's so incredible. It okay. is. So <gasps> oh, this next picture is again from our trip to Antarctica, but I think it really captures the essence of that trip. The beautiful scenery. Um, on the left-hand side of the photo, you see the ship that we were in. And of course, then on the right-hand side, the penguins. Um, I don't know if it's really um, visible from the image you see, but there are many kayakers in the water um, in the oh, center yes, of the photograph. Yes, yes. So that's another um, aspect option of and aspect yeah. of what we were able to do. And we but, have this printed in a 20 by 60 inch image. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it closely, you can see the ripples in the water, you can see the kayaks. Wow. Wow. But the one thing this 
picture shows you. Frequently, people ask us, what kind of camera do you use mm -hmm. to get your beautiful pictures? I took this with my iPhone. Wow. So, oh, wow. this... You don't need the equipment. You don't need... Uh, one of the biggest insults to photographers, you look at an image and you say, you must really have a nice camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, John, my mother used to do that. I'd say, Mom, I took the picture. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, more, please. Okay, well... We have one more picture here. And oh, beautiful. This is to show you that you don't have to go to fire off exotic places to get good, good photographs. This actually was taken here in Middleton, right out our front door. Oh, my gosh. So Wonderful. you do have to get up early in the morning <laughs> to see the sunrise. But um, people often think, that they need to travel somewhere. You just have to have your eyes open right. and a camera of some sort with you. And now with the iPhones, you pretty much always, always have that yeah. camera with you. Yeah. So and The other thing I would encourage is that for people who do a lot of photography, travel and want to document and have it for future reference, is to do a book. Mm. And <clears throat> I decided when I retired I was going to do a book and I did it on the Arctic and the Antarctic because we did both trips within a year. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of time researching it, unfortunately, after the trip as opposed to before the trip. And I learned a lot about what I, ha I had seen as opposed to what I was going to see. Yeah. So that's a good way to do it. Um, and you can do it fairly inexpensively uh, depending on how much you want to, how big you want to make it. Yeah, and, where do you go to well, make a book? One of the problems, you can go online and mm -hmm. do it. But if you have a big book with a lot of images, it gets pretty expensive. Mm. And uh, they own the, I mean, they don't own the rights to it, but they're the only ones that can publish it because you don't have the software for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, so okay. So it kind of raises the price of the books, but right. it makes it, um, it's something to look look back on and right. enjoy. Well, so, especially if you're taking a once-in-a-lifetime trip and you want to document right. it and have it there. Yeah. So, so we have one on the, display at the Senior Center yep. along with our exhibit, which has about 50 images in it, yeah. not all from the Arctic and Antarctic. There's some of them in yeah. between. Yeah. So Lots of birds. I love all yeah. the birds. Yeah. I'm a bird person. And uh, also the bears. I love, People yeah, I are love getting the polar, yeah. the polar bears are so... They're funny. Yes, you know, they're doing they odd sorts of stuff, and it's great to see them. And as I said, a, a photo should give you a sense of place, mm -hmm. and those photos do because you don't see penguins in the Arctic, mm -hmm. and you don't see polar bears in the Antarctic. Yeah. So you know that when you see those, you're in one of those two places. That's exciting. That's interesting. So, you know, um, I, I'm curious about, obviously, you take a great deal of pride and joy from doing your photography. Are you traveling with other photographers when you take these kinds of trips? That's the best way to travel because oh. they understand why you're taking so much time to get mm -hmm. a photo. Mm -hmm. We've traveled a lot of friends to places. We want to get a, a, a landscape and we'll spend a lot of time just getting the right shot, waiting for the light to change. <laughs> And they get really frustrated with us. <laughs> they want to go off and see the next site. So, so we do a lot of traveling on our own now. So yeah. we're lucky we have each other to travel. <laughs> well, I guess I have to ask, what's, what's the next great adventure? Well, we're hoping it's to Alaska in mm -hmm. August. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a combination of travel, fishing, oh. 
and photography. Okay. Because it'll be just across the uh, straight from where we took the bear photos. I'll be darned. That's wonderful. So we hope and how long a, a time are you going to be there? It's just going to be five days. But um, that's plenty of time to get a lot of pictures, right. I bet. <laughs> Hoping this time to get some uh, puffins. Oh, oh yes. One of my favorites. Right. <laughs> So I saw them when I was there 20-some years ago. Yep. I haven't seen them since, but oh, yeah. I hope we'll see some. Is that supposed to be an area? Are they all over Alaska, yeah. or is that well, supposed to be a good area to... They're there, sure. but... The, they're yeah. seabirds. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes they're out at sea. Sometimes they're on land, right. when they're, of course, when nesting. they're nesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, we hope we'll hit it. And it's, the beak has all that wonderful color right. against and the we black. we a bunch of fish in it. Like yeah, yeah, you want to get the fish in that, in that beak as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. It's really well, been you. interesting. It's, uh, it's a wonderful exhibit. We'd invite you to join us at the Madison Senior Center, 330 West Mifflin Street, and see the Wagankis, um artwork, photography, um, and you've seen some of it today. We'll be right back. Hi, welcome back to Senior Beat. That was an exciting program with the photography oh, and such. I and just love all those pictures. I do too. Um, we, we are so fortunate today to have a, another guest with us. And we're going to be talking about a particular service. And I'm very fortunate to serve on the advisory council for uh, this group of uh, uh, folks. And I'm excited about the work that they're doing. Uh, I'd like to welcome Ann Albert, who is the executive director of SAIL. And SAIL stands for Sharing Active Independent Lives. Right. Excellent. Um, I know that um, you have some really important founders of this program, and I think you celebrated your 15th year. Is that right, Anne? Uh, almost. We're in our 13th year 13th? right now. Okay. Right. 
And our founders are Attic Angel Community and Oakwood Village. Okay. Um, they um, wanted to extend their mission out into the community and um, really wanted to offer uh, similar services and benefits of a retirement community out into the greater community. Wonderful. Sounds like an interesting concept. Yes. Um, I've heard of it referred to as a... Um, as a village. Can you talk a little bit about what that means? Oh, I'd love to. So we've all heard that saying, it takes a village. Mm -hmm. um, we were in our first year uh, of sale, and we heard about a similar organization in Boston called Beacon Hill Village. And um, the interesting part is that Beacon Hill Village, they had lots of publicity and over the last 13 years, over 200 similar organizations have developed. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the only one in the country, only village, that um, was not really inspired by Beacon Hill. Um, we're one of the founders of the National Village Movement. And what that is, they're organizations in communities that are um, formed by membership. So it's a membership organization. They're all nonprofit. They are developed by people who are 55 and over, um, basically to help provide resources, connections, uh, ways to stay in the homes we love longer, um, but ways to do that interdependently. I like that idea of interdependence mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I know the SAIL organization really um, encourages people to help the other members um, with driving, I know that there's right. a driving program, mm -hmm. um, right. but just giving services. Um, the one I um, am interested in that volunteers do is the handyman. Oh, yeah. You have a couple of handymen <laughs> yes, yes. who yeah. who uh, will respond to yes, someone do. who needs help. Well, and we just had a call the other day from a gentleman who's in his 90s, and he lives in his home alone. And uh, he's visually impaired. And as you know, we've had lots of storms lately. And he was concerned that there may be a branch on his roof. And he contacted us. And one of our wonderful sale handyman volunteers, a fellow member, uh, responded to that call, went over to his home, and did indeed find a small branch on a low roof mm -hmm. and removed it. Mm -hmm. So um, again, it's members helping members. And that really definitely gives us a great spirit. Yeah. So you never know what the, when the phone rings, what's going on. I always um, really encourage people to uh, understand that every day is an adventure at sale. <laughs> when we hire a new staff member, we always explain that um, it's never the same. Right. Every day is different. Right. Right. So. How many members do you have, Anne? So right now we have a little uh, over 500 individual members, mm -hmm. and that translates into about 375 households Wonderful. here in the Madison area. Right. And mm -hmm. it's not just Madison. I know you right, have made an right. effort to do some things in the downtown area. Yes. And yes. then tell us about Oh, well, you're outreach. expanding east. Um, we have a Wanakee satellite, a uh, small group in Wanakee. 
Um, we received a grant from Madison Community Foundation uh, a couple of years ago, so that's helped us expand into the east side as well. So, Great. yeah. So yeah. they're more like different little groups? Yeah. So, so if you're on the east side, you'll be with a group of um, folks that are on the east side that you're mostly getting help from and helping? Yeah, you know, all of our events and our programs and member groups are open to the entire membership. Okay. But obviously, you know, smaller pockets or neighborhoods or mm -hmm. smaller groups um, are really valuable too. So um, it's been a neat, uh, we are growing and evolving mm -hmm. in that way. So that's mm -hmm. creating that sense of community yeah. Yeah. with people. Especially when we're so concerned now about people being lonely or yes. isolated, yes. Um, yes. that this, this really is sort of a... Um, a community building yes. kind of opportunity. Yes. So um, that's quite a lot of memberships, but I know from my work with the council that that uh, membership fee doesn't pay for everything. That it's right. you need to find supporters. And yes. Attic yes. Angel and Oakwood have been wonderful supporters oh, for been. you. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we are very fortunate that way, but you're right. Um, we um, have a membership dues. It's uh, $34 a month for a full membership, full service, $17 for a basic membership. But that does not cover all of our expenses. We have a sliding fee. So if people cannot afford membership, we provide a scholarship to mm -hmm. them. Um, but we also um, do a lot of uh, fundraising through an annual appeal, an annual golf event. Mm -hmm. You just um, had your golf yes, event. Yes, we did. It, it was a big success. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. But, you know, to provide the kind of service that we do and um, the resources that we provide people, it does cost more. We do not receive any government funding, so... Um, it's a little unique that way as well. Sure. Well, it sounds like um, in terms of programs, too, you, you do almost what we do at the Senior yes, Center kind of with your programs. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we can talk a little bit about the programs. Sure. But, but I'd like sure. to get into why is that different? Yeah, so that's a really good point to mm -hmm. bring up. And it's really important for us and for our members, too, to know that we're not out duplicating a lot of the wonderful services in the community. Sure. So how we are different is that everything that we do provide through SAIL is member-inspired. Mm -hmm. um, the services we provide that are unique to us um, are Rise and Shine, our morning check-in service. Mm -hmm. um, it's a daily automated check-in. We also have a pre-screened service provider list. Um, we call it a souped-up Angie's list. It's a way <laughs> for people to know that whomever enters their home, whether it's a volunteer or a paid service provider, they have been vetted by us. Mm -hmm. they, they know that um, they've met our requirements, and they can feel more comfortable and safer mm -hmm. uh, because of that. So that's a unique service as mm -hmm. well. Transportation, um, we offer volunteer rides not only to the doctor but to other places as well. Sure. sure. So, so um, it sounds like your program is very service-based. Yes, it is, but it's also very social, too. Yes, social um, also. I would say we, we work to complement what's offered already mm -hmm. in the community. Many of our members are active with their local senior center or their senior coalition, um, so we, we really want to promote that. Mm -hmm. um, we, we just really think that there's enough um, need out there for a variety of services, and aging, as you know, is not a one-size-fits-all. So. Mm -hmm. no. I, I would refer to you as the concierge oh. service. 
just you know yeah, pick up the telephone is. and call sale if you have something and you bring up a good um, benefit that we offer that we don't necessarily advertise but just the idea that you can call that number and you will reach someone and they will help you I mean right. we will definitely um, stop what we're doing and if there is something somebody needs we will figure it out sure um, we may help them figure it out or we may connect them to someone in the well, network uh, yes because mm -hmm. the aging network is there for oh, it's wonderful. you know the yeah. ADRC mm -hmm. is another resource right. that you could refer on exactly. but you can discuss with yeah. someone else uh, as a sounding yeah. board what it is that you might it is best use do the light work for people too. Right. So we we never say, well, here's an 800 number to call. Yeah. We always make that personal connection. Thank you. Sure. Any really are there important. any membership uh, criteria? Can anybody um, over a certain age? So a person needs to be 55. 55. And over, mm -hmm. Right. Um, and we have volunteers. Uh, so some of the volunteers are not members. Most mm -hmm. of our volunteers are members, or members are volunteers. Um, but it is 55 and over, and our membership ranges from 58 years old right now all the way to 102. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite story that you can tell us about the service oh. you've provided? Oh, my gosh. We have many stories yeah, to yeah, tell. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned the one about the person just uh, this With the past brand. week. Yeah. Um, we, we just never know what people are going to need. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's really all over the board. Well, you also have some groups that mm -hmm. have evolved from that membership, right, uh, right. talking to each other, oh, I guess. Yeah, or, we do. Our most, uh, our newest group is called On Our Own, mm -hmm. and that's a group of people who are single. Um, they may not have children in the area, or maybe children live out of the country, mm -hmm. but there are people who basically are on their own. Mm -hmm. So they've started a group together, and you know the idea is to form bonds and friendships, but also learn things that will help them mm -hmm. um, while they live alone and they age. And uh, that's been a really neat group. Uh, that sounds like evolving. a really good idea. There are lots of us, yeah. lots of people who yeah. are in that uh, category, sure. and uh, they really, I think, it's exciting to think of what we can develop together. Sure. And I know that um, you were talking about uh, member-directed mm -hmm. um, activities and programs. Right. Did you um, at one time have a bicycle group yes, or a do. book club? Yeah. I mean, there's just so and many and different. And members lead it. Yeah. So that's the wonderful thing too. Um, yeah. Fred Ross, one of our longtime members. He leads a, a biking group. Um, we have members who have uh, lead a book club. We have all kinds of nice member groups that get together. Um, and everything is really created. Uh, we really believe in the value of contributing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've heard the saying that uh, in, in retirement, we hope we have enough money to go to sleep at night and enough purpose to get up in the morning. So yeah. I, I think that's very, very fitting nice. for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I've enjoyed working on the council, which is made up of um, a couple of community representatives and then mostly uh, members of SAIL, yes, and they are yes. delightful people to yes. work Very with. Very talented yep. and committed. Yep, absolutely. Um, it's really wonderful. Um, contact information, and so oh, that sure. if uh, our, our uh, watchers um, would yeah, like sure. to know more. Um, so our website is www.saletoday.org, mm -hmm. 
And our phone number is uh, 230-4321. Great. So. And you had mentioned earlier that to get a full idea of the programs and mm -hmm. activities, you really should download the newsletter. Oh, yeah. We do a monthly newsletter, and that's a great way to stay in touch with our membership and help others know. We have a wonderful program coming up. July 31st called Embracing Change. Oh. I think um, older adults are probably the most experienced, most resilient uh, group in our population. So sure. um, we're having a wonderful program on July 31st. As I mentioned, it's actually a workshop, so it's from 10 until 1. And the speaker and facilitator is Dr. Kristen Leitzelman from the UW Extension. Yeah. I think you know her. Yes, so, yes, she's wonderful. Um, but it'll be a great time for people to really work together, small group discussions, mm -hmm. learn some things, but also um, kind of do a plan. What can I plan for? Yeah. Is, so. is, is that program open to sale members only? Uh, it's open to the public okay. as well. Right. Um, so you can go on to our website and find that program um, and call, and make a registration. You do need to register. Right, yes. that's yeah. helpful mm -hmm. for all of us. Registering yes, yes. is very Registering helpful. Is very oh, we've made that a practice. Yeah. We feel that that's really important right. for Just everybody. Just to call and let mm -hmm. us know so we so can we plan can. well. That's well, right. and thank you so much thank for you. being here yeah, and uh, learning about a whole new aspect, a whole new resource in our area for older people. I wanted to just make a comment. Um, uh, we are missing Tom Frazier. Tom has had some recent health problems and he has asked for a hiatus as he handles those and we want Tom to know how much we miss him and uh, we're thinking about him. So I hope you'll join us again next month on Senior Beat.